Welcome back to Careful Boys, where we are indeed very careful boys. So today we wanted to talk about, I mean, dude, a lot of news today. The inflation numbers just came out. It's looking rough. Stocks just slid big time. Gas prices are fucking insane, like worldwide, but especially in the United States, at least for us, because we are the United States, and so we are looking only at ourselves. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to talk about, like, when were you the brokest that you've ever been? And, you know, how did you rise above? Still going through it, am I right? Yeah, me both. I'm trying to hang out with Anthony Lee so I can get richer. That's all. Smart. I'm trying to I use you. I just said I'm still going through it. No, no, no. You're, you're pretty rich in my eyes, I think. Dude, Nick's rich in my eyes. You missed the joke. I'm definitely not rich. I remember too. when I was the brokest was yeah. right before I moved here from, Cal or from Arizona. Mm -hmm. I was working Burger King and Best Buy, both full time. But I was living at an apartment out in Chandler. The rent was crazy expensive. What was your rent? I was about to say crazy expensive for us, but when you think about it, so we had, it was 1200 bucks split by three people. Um, it was in a nice part in Chandler. It was like a, it was called like a luxury apartment. So we had like nice floors, had a big room, big like closet. But my part was, it was, I think we were splitting it, right? So it was 12. So I think each 400 bucks or whatever like that, right? But my paychecks from Best Buy working 40 hours a week were like 520 bucks. That's how like low I was getting paid, right? So it was like almost all of my money. So I was just eating Burger King every single day. Every single day, like the last two weeks before I moved here. Um, and then towards that time, my friends were car hopping. So they were going to cars, you know, checking if it was open. If it was open, you take all the shit out. What and was then, like the big, yeah. most common thing they found usually? So the common, so we were next to a school called the Conservatory of Recording Arts. So people used to have their backpacks full of like MacBooks. Oh wow. Um, they sold you an interface and a, or they didn't sell you. When you signed up for the school, you got an interface yeah. and a microphone, which were expensive. So they would get that Damn. and then they would go and sell it, right? And like I would think off of each backpack because they weren't trying to like, you know, make the sale like go long, right? So they would sell it for like, oh, here's 600 bucks or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. like that, right? Okay. But it's like a brand new Mac and shit like that. Wow. But it was all the time. You're so trying like, to fence it, as they say. Yeah. So like towards the end, like I still remember being super broke. I went to a Walmart with like four bucks and bought a bunch of ramen because I didn't want to eat Burger King anymore, right? And just like being like fuck. And I remember texting my friend like, "Yo, let me know next time you go car hopping because I think I think I'm gonna go because I was getting sick. Like they were." Everybody had money except me, but I was the only one like doing everything right. Like I had a job. Everybody else was like fucking. You felt punished for that. Yeah, it was kind of like weird. I always thought like I was like I got called dad, right? I had the guy. I was the guy at the recording studio, so everybody came to me. I had to record everybody. I had two jobs. No one Walmart else. and Burger King. No, Best Buy and Burger oh, King. Best Buy and Burger yeah. King. And, did you ever go car hopping? I didn't. Luckily, I didn't. So I almost did. I, I mean, I got to that point. Luckily for the cars. Luckily for the cars, I would have stole so much shit. <laughs> you never, yeah. you never pull any Best Buy scams. No, because I will say this right now: if you try to steal from Best Buy, you will get caught. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Everyone I know got caught. You will get caught. I mean, because I, my last job at Best Buy, because I worked there for a long time, was asset protection. So I was a guy with the yellow shirt up front, and you know, people would steal, and you can get away with it. But like, people get cocky and they keep coming back to try and steal shit. And all it takes is like for me to remember, be like, oh, this guy looks familiar. And then I, that was a cool job when you did get, get to catch. So what do you say if you see a guy walking in that normally can't be there because he stole shit last time? So you, you're the guy that it's your job to be like, hey. Yeah, yeah. So if someone comes in and I we've already kicked him out, I was the guy that had to get in front of him and be like, yo, get the fuck out. Dude, my buddy stole so much shit at Best Buy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then he didn't steal it like steal it like a like a regular thief mm -hmm. what he did was i remember we walked in and then i was looking for like fucking world of warcraft or some game right this guy 
goes to the TV section, opens up the TV, walks it up to the return section, and he goes, can I return this? And they go, do you have a receipt? And he goes, no. And they're like, you gotta get the receipt. And he goes, I think it's in the car. And he walked out. With the TV? With yeah. the fucking Dude, TV. That was, that was actually a Smart. big thing. And I remember Smart. when I worked in, uh, right before I moved out here, I was working at the Best Buy Fiesta Mall. People were doing that. So and I was just sitting there with my World of Warcraft, like, like the fuck did you just do? Dude, I worked at Best Buy like in fucking 2006 or some shit. And one of the things we had to deal with the most was fucking magicians. Cause they're coming in, they're coming in putting blankets on top of TVs, and they're pulling up and the fucking TV's right, gone. Yeah. And we see the monitors, we're like, where the, <laughs> where the fuck did the TV go, dude? Yeah. It was fun catching people still, though. I will say that that shit was fun. You caught somebody? Oh, I've ca I caught. I remember my first month there, cause I was any like, magicians. This shit, this shit is sick. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm on the camera, like trying to catch people. I caught more than they've have caught in like two months in my, like my first month there. But I thought that shit was sick, right? And then you catch them, and then you get to go confront them about. Are you allowed to like put hands on them? Though? No. Uh, they always say like I don't want to like I won't call out a store, but every store says Depends like on where you live, I if, guess. if if it gets to a point where you contact them, I, the cameras won't work that day. That's Damn. What I was well, my boy, I had a, a bro, a, definitely a bro, right? And he lived in in, in the Boston, Massachusetts area, the Mass Holes uh, region. And uh, he 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 super cut an LP prevention video, you know, loss prevention. Yeah. Uh, like greatest hits video. Like you did a compilation of him tackling dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so it just depends on where you lived, I guess. Yeah. Because no, this cat, like, he he, he and he put it to like fuck I don't know some shitty rock music. And so it's like let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies. And then, and then the it's floor. like it's like a guy walking into the fucking TV and then he just. Just grabbing him by the fucking waist yeah. and just like takes him all the way down. <laughs> Dude, people people get cocky, man. That thing that Joe's talking about literally was a thing. People would come in with the big carts, put TVs on, and literally just walk out. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, just no just fear. Yeah, it was crazy. But when you steal shit, you do kind of have to have no fear, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to. <laughs> that's how you get away with it, right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's the best way to do well, it. People imagine a dude with a trench coat and he's looking nah. left and right, and that's then he an fucking grabs something yeah. and he puts it in. It's amateur hour. Yeah. yeah the real people are the ones you gotta act like you're supposed to be doing that. Dude, oh yeah. Eventually, the magicians got so good that we were just like we had to search people for blankets at the door. <laughs> yeah, like, and white gloves. Shut the fuck up. No blankets. It's like, what are you doing with these uh, uh, these bicycle cards and these red balls, huh? If there's a dude with white gloves and a top hat, you're fucking looking at him. You're following him all over the store. The bunny in your hat's okay, but no stealing. Well, because the key was, if the blanket was big enough to get over the object, it was going to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, dude, we have to crack down this blanket. Any refrigerators they stole? No, I didn't, never saw it. I heard about it, but I never saw it. You know what's a sick uh, Sam's Club hat? It's not stealing, but uh, Sam's Club had this thing with their major electronics where... Uh, you could return it whenever, ever, like whenever. Like it wasn't one year, it wasn't 30 days, it was whenever. And it had enough of insurance and a warranty policy. So you could like buy a TV and then three years later when the newest TV tech came out, you can come out with your old ass TV and return it. Even I think without a receipt. That's baller. Like on this, uh, I remember Super Bowl. Every, every year on the Super Bowl, 
is the highest sales for TVs at Best Buy. Yes. And then the day after the Super Bowl is the highest return rate on TVs oh, for Best wow. Buy. Because when they have parties. They'll buy the TV just for the Super Bowl trash. and then they'll come back. And That's kind of tied. Because they didn't have restocking fees, but now they do. Because I just returned some a couple weeks ago. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. How's How the restocking fee? It's like 15% or some shit. Oh. Yeah. My friend who worked at Best Buy did a scam with when people returned TVs. They did something where they would mark it as like, because you know how it gets sent to the yeah. refurbishing center? Or they open did, box. Or yeah, something. they did something with that where like it on paper it had been sent back, but really they just like gave it to a friend to hold. That happened at the store, yeah. my first store when I worked out here. The guy, the the main guy in the back was doing that with all appliances. So he was supposedly sending appliances to somewhere, but he was just sending them to his house and then he would resell them. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's that was the, that was the racket. But he got caught. He got caught. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I never stole from Best Buy, and that's why I was like, I'm about to just steal out these cars, because we can just run away, and... Is Best Buy known for that? It's like, they'll break your fucking legs. They'll be so... They dig off to your family and shit like that. <laughs> it's like, you look out your window, and you see the blue shirt and the khakis, and you're like, oh, they're gonna fuck. Fuck! I'll just fucking kill Geek myself. Squad. <laughs> Geek Squad is in the van, and he's turning off the fucking electricity at your house and shit. They're like, go team, go. I would rather take my own life than allow them to take my life. <laughs> <laughs> Not the blue shirts, man. Dude, because the Geek Squad doesn't fuck around, dude. <laughs> you, know, you know, watch out for Best Buy. They put Circuit City out of fucking business. You know what I mean? They kill those motherfuckers and Radio Shack. They'll be fucking headphone jacks down your throat. <laughs> they don't fuck around at all. Hey, on the uh, on the car hopping tip, I know you, you didn't go now, but like, um, if you can answer this, like on average, uh, like how often do people leave their cars unlocked? Uh, from in Arizona, I so like I never actually did it, right? Yeah. But I did a couple times. I was like the driver, right? So like I would drive people. Allegedly. Wait. This is where the Supreme Court goes, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much people do it. Cause even nowadays, sometimes I'll just forget to lock my car. Dude, and I'll ever... get to my car and I'm like, oh fuck. There was, a, there was a girl, like a neighbor of, of uh, our building where my studios are at. She left her car unlocked, window down. A guy came, took her purse uh, and uh, her gun. Today's video is brought to you by Babbel. All right, so I went to Mexico mm -hmm. last year, mm -hmm. right? And um, I was really like able to communicate with a lot of people because of how much Spanish I just heard growing up here in LA. And that really got me to think like, man, I wanna learn Espanol mm -hmm. in a major way, but I ain't got like much time to do this. So good thing Babbel came to the rescue. Yeah, because Babbel's awesome because it only takes 10 minutes to learn a lesson. So they make it very digestible, especially if you got like ADD like me, then you're always like, anything that you're doing is competing with porno, mm -hmm. and porno usually wins. Yep. But in between the pornos, you could do a 10 minute lesson, especially when they designed the program based off AI and they got 150 language experts, it really makes it easy for you to learn. And you can start understanding foreign pornos when you learn, um, because now you can understand the in-depth personal stories that go behind the characters and that's always the best part of the porno anyway. Yeah, because they got like 14 different languages. They so can watch Spanish pornos mm -hmm. now, understand French, German, German, all kinds. So special. And also Babel got the special speech recognition technology which helps you with pronunciation. Because sometimes if you just practice in isolation, yeah, you might get there and you're, you've been practicing practicing it the wrong way the whole time. I know, cause like, what if you're just practicing from the porno and you're like, ay Dios mio, and then you're like, oh what? Dude, you sound like somebody that's having sex. Yeah. They're no. like, no, you gotta say it right. 
this and then the you right say way. it inside Babel, and then the Babel is like, no, you you must do it this way. You yeah. know? Or if you call someone a pute the whole time, they're like, no, you to, to really anger someone and say puta. They're like, oh, oh is it? I don't think you, Babel you. teaches you slang, but you get what I'm trying to say. Right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash off the record. That's babbel.com slash off the record for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Wow. When my friend stole the gun, that was the biggest trip. Cause like we were sitting there and then we're just like, damn, like it was a big ass AR-15. And we were just like, I'd be scared fuck. to like steal a gun. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was yeah, a mission to yeah. it was a mission yeah. to sell it. I will say that. Cause uh, the cop when when the police hear that someone stole your gun, they're gonna really look for you. Yeah, person versus then you gotta like know about fucking scratching <laughs> off the fucking. Do you guys have, you guys have ring stuff? cameras? You don't sell it to normal people. So yeah. like we sold it to That's other perfect. people that were like the group of people. The ring cameras? Because yeah. if you if you look on the app and like the, the neighborhood feed. Yes. Community. Half of it scares yeah. the shit out of me. Half of it is people um, capturing people going into their car. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like that's most of them. People going there, rifling through shit. Or like if you have a truck, they're going through your, trying to look for yeah. tools or something. Yeah. My dad's All fucking, my dad got that part of the truck. What's it called? The <clears throat> door on the back. <laughs> The okay. door on the back. The door on the back. It's he got that shit stolen once. So I remember we what the, the whole door. So I remember we came back and like we're like I'm like looking at the truck. I'm like damn, that shit look weird. Yeah, that tailgate's worth like, a lot. Wait, what the fuck? So we're the back of my truck. So it was just like. But that was like the rice rocket age. You remember the rice rocket age? It's like you'll go into the gym with your fucking lowered Honda Accord or with your yeah. fucking lip kit and your rims and all that bullshit with your radio and your subwoofer in the back. You go into the gym. You come out an hour later. And it's stripped. <laughs> like, how the fuck? Yeah. Sometimes it's really odd parts. Because I had friends that used to steal orders for, uh, like, backyard mechanics. And they would Damn. take stupid things that just really, like, uh, like the the little rubber strip in the water channel of a Civic. Like, stupid oh, little Very specific. Yeah, really specific. Dude, I went, to, I went to a pawn shop one time. I saw a fucking truck, truck tailgate. And I was like, mm, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Next to a bunch of magicians' blankets, <laughs> various God, sizes, big sizes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the most expensive ones. You're gonna get way more. Fifty-two inch size. You're get way more inventory that way. I'm surprised you you never went to steal food because I know a lot of people when they were broke they would just go steal food. You, know, you I, actually I bought food. I tried to steal once food and like I saw the guy because I'm very observant and I saw like the guy that was working was watching us. So then I put did you go in with like twenty kids? Yeah, Cause they're always watching like yeah, yeah. fucking 50 kids that come up after school. They're like, they're going to go to the candy section and mm -hmm. jack some shit. Yeah. And, and then 10 year olds are like, why are you following me? But how, how old were you at the time? Uh, 20. Was smashing grabs happening yet? Not, not with the, no, with the car, car hopping. Yeah. I was 20. Cause I feel I like, like even at 20 and especially if you got two jobs, right? Mm -hmm. At that point, well, obviously it's a shame and humility thing you got to get through, but I feel like it's easier to ask enough people for food and receive it mm, yeah. than to like steal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you're not like straight up like homeless and smelly or like a bunch of things like that, it's actually pretty unassuming for like a uh, a citizen to be like, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm yeah, running into yeah. some trouble. Dude, you think you helped me out? I'm, I talked to one, cause I did a trolling video years ago with one and he was a real home, he was a real panhandler and he was telling me he makes like two fifty to $300 a day. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Just just asking for change? Yeah, just asking for yeah. change. They're, they that's they a have, that's a whole racket hustle out here, right? It's like, yeah. it's there's, there's, the, there's the people that bring out their fucking kids and stuff like that, yeah, but yeah, then like, once they're done with their shift, they go back to their BMW. Yeah. That happened out in Arizona once, right? There was a guy on, right off the freeway off of Chandler, right? And he was there all the time, like for years and years. And I remember 
it was all over the news because someone followed him and they had noticed that in his bag i guess they saw like a little sliver and they thought it was like a laptop but it was so after he got all this money he went into best buy and was like paying geek squad to fix his laptop and they like followed him he had a fucking house and all this type what? of shit but he was doing this shit for years because yeah. i grew up going Untapped, to school out there yeah. there's some panhandlers uh, by where i live and you see them all the time and they actually live like up the block and we have other family members that are like, oh, I've seen that motherfucker. He has a house across the street from me. <laughs> right. Dude, I was at uh, the, the grocery store the other day. It was like like 10 at night, right? And then um, these kids came up and they're like, sir, can I wash your car? And I was like, what? And then I was like, dude, how old are you? They were like fucking 12 or 13. I didn't ask them. I was like, um, I'll talk to you after I get out. So I was like, man, that was kind of weird. Where's, where's the mom and all that stuff? And I was watching, the mom was in the car and her sons were just out like washing windows and shit. And I'm like, that actually is like way different than just asking people for money. Industrious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, when I went back out, I gave them some cash and I was like, you don't have to wash my car. But I was like, yeah, man, um, yeah, good work guys. And I just left because I was like, and then they were like, ha, fucking loser. Yeah, what a fucking loser. <laughs> what a fucking four-eyes weirdo. <laughs> four-eyes weirdo. You didn't even, we didn't even wash your car. We got this for free. We're not even prescription. But I'm thinking like, dude, that sucks. Like, yeah, you're what, 12 years old or whatever, and well, then your mom is just candy. telling you to go fucking, yeah. There's kids selling candy too yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's for my softball team. And you're like, we know it's time for your You know, when I was, um, I'll take two. <laughs> after, after college, I was doing a shitty sales job that I was like, unfortunately good at. Uh, where we would literally go business to business, pretty much door to door and like selling, I would wear a suit, we were selling like sports tickets and shit, right? Mm. Uh, so you were scalpers? Point, pretty much. And it got to a point where at the end of the day, if you like ran out of like blocks of businesses to like walk into and like do your whole sales pitch with your business cards and all that shit, you'd be like, fuck, I still need to like, uh, you would call it ring the bell, aka like hit your quota for the day. Yep. It's like, I just need to hit foot traffic. So when you go to like a fucking shopping mall in front of a pavilions or something where you just know a lot of people are gonna be out there, chances are people like the Dodgers or the Clippers or whatever fucking tickets we have for that day, and you would just go up to people, hey, you like this, you like this, you like this, and you would ask them. If they were like not interested, you'd bounce because in sales, you were taught it's a numbers game. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like how amazing are it's just fucking. If you see two hundred people today, you're gonna get twelve yeah. sales. It was yeah. like one of those mathematical guarantees. Yeah, that's so true. So same thing. It's like I would rather take my chances, or at least I got into a phase because I was also super broke during that time. Take my chances of being like, if I just talk to as many people as possible, somebody's gonna want what I got or give me something yeah. I need, whether I give a fuck about if they're into it or not. Yeah. Somebody's gonna do it. So in the same light, I'll just. Be, I, I understand panhandling, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't look down on it, actually. I just, I feel like, yeah, it's like you just gotta do it sometimes and you need it now. So people are like, get, go get a job. It's like they need the money right now. It's like day labor. Yeah. And there are losers out there, like myself, right? Fucking homeless guy in Little Tokyo comes up to me. He's like, yo, dude, like, can you, can you give me some, some food, right? I was like, hey, man, I can give you some money. He's like, I can really use some food. I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll get you some food. Fucking walk him over to the fucking Fud Rock or Johnny Rockets or whatever in Little Tokyo. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. He used to work there. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yo, why are you talking about my shit? Shut dog? Up, dude. Sorry, what were you saying? Anyways, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yo, dude, I want a burger. I was like, man, I'm, I'm gonna be nice today. I'm gonna hook you up with a burger. He's like, nah, dude, but I got like, I got a couple kids. I'm like, blah, 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 right? And he like hustled me to get him three full combos. I spent like 35 bucks. Damn. And literally right after, I was like, number one, I'm an idiot. Number two, yeah. This motherfucker made me feel like I never want to give money to a homeless person okay. again, which is whack. That's crazy. Yeah, that's but you know what? He's like, it's all about touches. It's about volume. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably reading the, the signs of the game. sale. Like, 
you know, I, I walk to a guy, I go, give me Johnny Ruckus. He says, no, I walk away. It's about, it's a numbers game. <laughs> he probably looks at me, he's like, I got the sale, let me upsell. He's probably, I'm at, particularly he's probably good at sale. home. He's, he's like, a bag just full of burgers. All right, cool, I got it. Because most people would want to buy food than give money to homeless people, because they're like, I don't want to. Which is why I was like, yeah, I'll go buy you food, I'm with it. He's like, end of the night, I usually have 50, 75 burgers. Guess what? I sell the homeless people two dollars a piece. Are you fucking kidding me? I throw them away. Oh wait, how much did that cost me? Zero. It's called inventory, motherfucker. It's called sales and inventory. I've witnessed that before. Like I was with my one of my dad's friends. His name was Greg, and he, we were driving back home, and there was like a homeless guy on the side, right off the freeway. So he rolls down his window and his signs is like hungry, all that type of stuff. And he rolls down the window and he's like, yeah, I'm hungry. He's like, all right, well, if you wait here, I'll, I'll, I'll go get you food. Nah, can you just get some like money? He's like, no, if you're hungry, I'll go, I'll go buy you food. Nah, it's all good. They, they want, yeah, they no, want yeah. other shit. Yeah. That's like, why uh, I think for like my rule is like, I don't, I honestly don't give homeless people money, but I'll tip the shit out of a cleaning lady. Mm -hmm. I'll tip the shit out of someone who washed my car. Yeah. I'll tip the shit out of the elotes guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause they're working. That are they're already not, like yeah, one step above, like, but they're basically pretty much they're, in the same boat. They're struggling. But they're yeah. fucking yeah. floating at least. Yeah, yeah, but they are they still have the dignity to like try to fucking make it. Yeah. And I love that about them. And they're That's providing why. something that you did need and you're not doing it to patronize them. Hey, yeah, yeah I mean, the homeless public, people in LA, they're contributing to the uh, community culture. It's, it's LA. It's not LA without homeless it's people. LA style, you know what I mean? I remember, I remember straight up, um, this is like, man, I, before YouTube anything, like me and my my chick, we moved to LA together. How old were you? Oh man, 23. And I remember I, I joined this, um, I joined this- Gay men's choir? Service, yeah, gay men's choir, thank you very much. <laughs> we're sucking to his cocks. Um, no, but I joined this this temp service, and then I got placed at this at this company, which is like this high-rise in downtown LA that I always talk about that I worked at, but there was like a two-month limbo period where I didn't get paid yet for some reason because the pay, the They have to pay the agency, yeah. the agency pays you. Right, so that's it was, the it was like 90 yeah. days or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm working at this place like in earnest all week, no matter what. Like pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I'm waiting for the check to ever come. And then um, there was a day where I basically just had my savings account and like um, I had a, I had like just to pay rent and all the, and the electricity and all that stuff. And then one of the checks bounces, Ooh. and my account overdrafts like four times. So it's like Damn. that's like a thirty-six dollar charge, like four Every times time. in a row. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, oh fuck. Um, and then I remember being in a Target with my chick, and my card that got declined. So I, I, that was when it was it was getting it was getting like bounced back and shit. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, Damn. I remember she had to like ask her dad for money, and I remember the shame that I had at the time because my family had just been through through two thousand eight, so they were not an option. Oh. So it was like, man, I really am fucked right now. Um, and I remember telling her, I remember hugging her that night and telling her this will never happen again. And like after that, it was just- Happened two more times? It just kept on happening. <laughs> you had to break up with her. It just kept happening. And then it kept happening and then it, it just happened again last week. <laughs> no, but but I remember like specifically telling her I'll never, this will never happen again. And then my mindset changed, it was like, you know, you know that whole thing too, where you're not getting paid for like two months, but you're not exactly bitching at anyone either. You're yeah. being polite yeah. because you don't want to. You know that other people are working too, and like they're the small fish at their company, and you don't want to make them have a bad day. But sometimes you have to stand up for yourself. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's what I really learned through that experience was like, no, no, no. 
I'm not gonna be the guy who doesn't get paid because I'm gonna be loud and annoying until you fucking pay me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the, the you know, it'll be the guy who has to learn that lesson I just learned. Um, who who's gonna eat the fucking shitty taco and like next week because yeah. this week I am getting motherfucking paid yeah. and for whatever reason that dance that they do is very odd but yeah it was it's targeted towards feeding the noisy people so I just became a way noisier person and that yeah. helped me yeah. in life yeah. after that Dude. standing up for myself right like like having the balls to stand up for myself in other situations too after that like where finances were involved, where it's like, maybe I wouldn't have gotten something that I ended up getting, or maybe I got way more than I would have gotten because I negotiated better for myself. Because from that moment forward, it really was just a mindset shift that I embraced. It was like, I will never go through this again because. It's gonna be on you. Yeah, it's so on you're me. gonna have to yeah, suffer. It's, on me. Well, it's not like, oh, I'm waiting for the people that even yeah. Yeah. Well, If you're yeah. compliant, then they'll keep you waiting forever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They'll forget about you. Especially when it comes to money, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's like people that owe you money. Yeah. Like oh. if you just, if you just, Clients. oh, I don't wanna bug them. Oh, oh, dude, you wanna be a Hollywood writer? Yeah. Guess what, yep. motherfucker? Net 90s, nothing compared yeah, to being 90s. a fucking writer in LA. <laughs> I hate hearing Net 90. I know. If you pass in at 60, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, dude, Net 90. But the dude, we're talking about you're a writer now, right? You got paid up front, maybe minuscule compared to what the revenue is, and then you get a piece of that, and you got to wait a year, maybe. Ooh, holy shit. shit. Mad. <laughs> They're like, net 365, bitch. <laughs> Essentially, and then trickle, and then trickle, and then trickle. So yeah, you have to, it's a whole another mental game, too. So. I hate it when somebody owes you money, and the next time you see them, they got like new clothes. Yeah. Oh, the best. That's so me. Bullshit. I was homeless when I was 15 for a year. Oh, time's up. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. no, hey, Bart, stand up, Bart. Stand up. I was homeless when I was 15 for a year. Bart, stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, let's, please, please, please. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> no, please, please let Joe continue. Yeah, that's, okay, cool. <laughs> no, I thought the joke was, I say a significant statement, he cuts it. Oh, oh do you have nothing? Oh, are you doing that as he goes? No, it's true. It's actually I'm true. actually interested. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe for I'm another serious. time. Well, yeah, let's I'm not serious. let's not leave Alex hanging because he's the only one who's like he's like I was broke, and then we're all like let's talk about other. No, shit. no, because <laughs> this was supposed to be a broke episode, but yeah. Alex's story was so good, was and then I was, and then we just kind of drifted off into like. But we're not supporting him by giving him our broke story. I'm like, damn, I'm the only broke motherfucker yeah, in here. No, we're all broke in different ways. No, but like overdrafting shit, bro. I remember like literally like being like, all right, I know overdraft fees are thirty five bucks, right? And if I know that as long as I have like two bucks, if I buy something, it'll take like three days for an overdraft fee to come in. As long as like within like two days, I put mo enough money in. I know that feeling. But, yeah. but there are so many times where I like knew like, all right, I just need to do this and just, I have to subtract 35 bucks from my next paycheck, right? Wow. So I used to do that so many times being like, fuck, all right, this is gonna be fucking 70 bucks off my next paycheck, but I need this shit right now. So I would go and buy shit knowing that I was gonna have overdraft fees and just being like, I'm gonna have to pay this off my check, but then it's also another 70 fucking dollars. I did that for so long too that I finally had to be like, I need to change something. So I went to the bank and I was like, uh, do the overdraft protection where if I'm about to overdraft, yeah. um, decline the card. I was too scared. Because yeah, I needed I, that. I had to. I yeah. needed that. That's why I overdrafted so many times because I was in that situation too. And yeah. then finally I was like, yo, I'd rather not be able to afford that moment and then just deal with the consequence of the moment yeah. versus like pretend I had another 35 bucks. My friend's mom worked at Wells Fargo too. And she, like, she, I remember one time she saved me because I went in there. She's like, all right, I'll give you, I'll take these overdraft fees away and I'll give you back like six of them. Like, oh shit! So she gave me so much money because she was like the head of her. Did she put a blanket over the screen? Make <laughs> <laughs> it disappear. So get your TV too while you're at it. She was like, "We can just put overdraft fees on." And I still remember at that point, I was like, 
no, I'll be good. But I just knew in my head, I was like, I can't because I know at some point I'm gonna have no money again yeah. and I'm gonna have to be able to spend like yeah. for food or some shit like that. So I lived in overdraft fees for a long time. Yeah, that's a hard space to exist. You could always go back to Burger King. Yeah. Dude, they paid me shit. They were, I was getting- my, Those chicken sandwiches are pretty amazing. Oh, wow. I moved, I was making seven seventy-five an hour. I was working full time. I was doing five to one, and then at Best Buy, they were paying me eight twenty-five. I was working two to ten p.m. But you know what I respect overall is you were fucking working, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of people are just broke, and they're just like, I have no money, but they're not <laughs> fucking working. The hardest thing is I was working so much, and I had no money, and all my friends who were just yeah. fucking gangbangers yeah. and fucking thugs just have money all the time. But they're not on JK uh, News. Fuck no, but man, I was just—they're like, hella rich right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hella rich. <laughs>